Well, hello, everyone. This is Jamie Oichel from RunningRestaurants.com, and joining me today is Amanda Brinkman, Chief Brand and Communication Officer from Deluxe Corporation. Amanda, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Good morning. You know, Amanda, I had to, I just had to get you on the line. So after after watching your one of your latest videos in that Main Street series, and this one in particular was about Harry's Old Kettle Pub and Grill, and uh, if I if I forget to say this, uh, I want to say it now. Um, every independent restaurant out there on the planet should absolutely watch this. Uh, it's fantastic, and it's over at smallbusinessrevolution.org. Uh, Amanda, I love that segment. Tell me, tell me how it came to be. So as we uh, wanted to go and do this web series and capture the town and capture this renovation, we felt like you know one of the things that is, is pivotal or, or so important to every small town is that great restaurant gathering place. You know, I think we're all losing that sense of community and that that place where you go and people you know know your name. Called the Cheers effect and. When we uh, started to visit Wabash, we really saw that this Harry's Old Kettle was just that. You know, people come back into town for Thanksgiving weekend, and everybody goes there Wednesday night. It's kind of a, it's a classic place in town. Well, yeah, I mean, tell me more about it, because you hit on a couple things there, and people may not know the backstory. You So you went to a small town, and, and, and you started this, this process of helping small businesses. Give me some, give me some background there. Absolutely. So at Deluxe, we've been working with small businesses for over 100 years now. And so last year when it was our centennial, we wanted to do something to celebrate the kinds of businesses that we've been working with all this time. You know, rather than make a video about ourselves or our legacy, let's, you know, celebrate and shine a spotlight on the hardworking small businesses across this country. And we love working with them, and we felt like if we told their stories, we could compel more people to understand the importance of supporting small businesses. And so we started something that was called the Small Business Revolution, and it was a documentary series where we went across the country and told the stories of 100 small businesses and did a longer-form documentary POV on the importance of small businesses in our country. And it was on that journey as we were going across the country that we really realized that in small towns, small businesses are struggling to compete. You've got big box retailers and national restaurant chains moving in. It's hard to it's just hard to continue to run a successful business in, in a small town if you're not getting the kind of support you need. So we decided to do something about that, and we asked people to nominate their favorite small town to receive a half a million dollar revitalization, where we would work on renovating their Main Street, as well as work with the small businesses within the community. And through a very rigorous nomination and voting um, process, Wabash, Indiana, emerged the winner. And then we captured that transformation in an eight-part web series uh, that debuted this fall. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I really do want to recognize you guys for, for doing that as, as, a, as a company and, and getting in there and celebrating those businesses, telling the stories. It's a big investment from a company perspective to do that, uh, to give back and, and tell stories. And so I do, I do want to recognize you that. I, I think it's really great. And, and, and the production value on the piece that I, that I saw is, is unbelievable. I mean, it's, 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 and, 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 and you can touch on this right now. I mean, it's going to be on TV, literally. It's going to be on, on Hulu and it's via the web. I mean, uh, talk about just that piece of it where, where people can see it. Yeah, so we are originally debuting them online, so smallbusinessrevolution.org. Uh, CNBC.com is, has picked them up as well, and then they'll be available on Hulu once all of the episodes are available. You know, they like to have all the episodes. It's a very uh, cultural thing to binge watch on, on platforms like Hulu or Netflix. So those will start in October. But people can watch them right now on Small Business 
revolution.org. And if you watch them there, you get a lot of other context as well. You know, in each of the episodes, we help these small businesses with different aspects of their business or their marketing. And if you go to our site, there we dive a little bit deeper. You know, we talk about why menu design can be important or, or which directories you should make sure your restaurant is listed in. We make sure that we're providing resources coming out of the episodes as well. So we encourage people to go to our site to view those. Um, we're very proud that they're on Hulu as well. It, it speaks to the quality of the program. Um, but in terms of actual resources surrounding the episodes, uh, the smallbusinessrevolution.org is the best place to, to kind of get a deeper dive into the tips and tricks that we share with the businesses within the episodes. Right, right, absolutely. And, uh, yes, we are a binge-watching culture now. It's a, it's a fascinating thing. <laughs> you, you, you hit on this, and it's, it's kind of where I wanted to go next, um, where the average small, small business, they're, they're fighting what I call kind of an uphill battle against some of the bigger boxes and the national folks. You know, they have what I like to say kind of this incomplete toolkit, right? You have a tool belt, but it's missing some pieces. And I think that was certainly the case with, with Harry's that you worked with. Talk about that experience of getting to know their business and discovering the areas you could really kind of help them the most with. We were really encouraged with how open all of the business owners were to our help. You know, I, I feel like if someone came into my office and said, here's all the things you could be doing better, be attempting to be a bit defensive about that. But these business owners were just hungry for the help. And I think it's because a lot of people don't start their own restaurant or their own retail shop because they can't wait to figure out their website or they're just really excited to balance their books. You know, I think it's because, I know it's because they have a passion for what they're doing or the kind of product or service they want to provide. And so we were very encouraged that they were so open to the help. And so we just, you know, with all the businesses, we spent some time looking at their numbers, uh, looking at maybe what they're doing from a marketing perspective or are not doing from a marketing perspective. And we just kind of dug in on an individual basis. Each business was in a different spot with their marketing. Each business had a different understanding of their numbers. And so we just really wanted to get them to a healthy place where they understand how to, to you know, know if they're profitable, if they can expand in different ways, and then also how to really get the word out. I mean, marketing is key for these small businesses, especially restaurants. Yeah, and the piece in the piece that you you saw, and and again to your point, I mean restaurant owners, especially small business ones, they're wearing so many hats and they can only focus on so many things. And and it was interesting uh, in the piece you, when you when you get into Harry's, I mean you you, you kind of you rebranded the logo, um, went went down to marketing 101 with um, you know table tents and and uh, and or t-shirts and just kind of basic things that get the brand and start to communicate the message consistently. Um, whereas a lot of times it's, it, that doesn't even that stuff doesn't happen. So I thought that was neat. You, you did a, you did accounting stuff. You had you, because the numbers are such a battle. And then the web and the menu. The menu must have been an interesting conversation because he was going through the the process of trying to figure out how to deliver food. What what happened there? Well, he originally he has a culinary background, and food was always a passion of his. Um, he actually is driving about an hour each way right now to supplement the income of running just the bar to be a chef at a local university. And so he always had the dream of turning his bar into a restaurant and adding food. And one of the things we wanted to make sure that he was thoughtfully doing when he did it is, you know, how do you introduce food? Do you have a friends and family event? Um, how do you design your menu? It's very tempting when you first go into the restaurant space to have a limited menu because you want to make sure you're nailing everything that you are putting out there. But at the same time, you got to build on that excitement when people are first coming to try your restaurant. And so we really encouraged him to launch with the full menu that he intended to run. And 
have people, you know, experience this moment of like, oh, shoot, I see two or three things I want to try. I'm going to have to come back and try those a different time. We want, you know, people when they're launching to really feel like they're putting out there right away what kind of restaurant it's going to be. So we worked with them a lot on that. You know, how can you get to a place where you're comfortable? We actually brought in another uh, restaurant expert, a woman named Kim Bartman, who is a very successful restauranteur here in Minneapolis where Deluxe is based. She runs eight different um, concepts and they're all very successful. And one of the things that she really advised Harry on was, you know, think through what kind of ingredients you are already having. So when he first showed us his first round menu, he didn't have a salad on there. And, you know, it's a, it's a pub and grill. You know, you, people are probably not going to be coming in for the salad, but you want to have that option. And she pointed out to him, based on the other menu items, that he could very easily stock a salad without increasing his um, supply list, that the things he was already going to have for some of the other menu items would allow him to also create a salad. Uh, and so he wouldn't have waste. And so some of those things, just thinking through kind of the menu structure and the efficiency of your menu, you know, ingredients and supplies and things like that. Yeah, no, we hear about that a lot, that, cr- that cross-utilization factor. I sometimes I'll go into a restaurant and I'll flip through the menu and go, my gosh, how can they be ready to, to make every one of these things? You know, there must be so much things back there. But a smart restaurant does. They think about their menu and, and how pieces can be used in different places so that they, they, they can mac- maximize and have an efficient inventory. Um, one, of, one of the things you, you already hit on, and I kind of wanted to get a little bit more flavor from you, especially in this case of Harry's. You, in the video, you could see the customers there. What was that like, that local small-town community, uh, a restaurant that, that, that this, Harry took it over, was making changes? Let's talk about that feeling and that importance in, 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 a, in a marketplace. Man, I feel like we're missing that today. You know, I, I am from Minneapolis, so a larger city. We've got lots of great restaurants and bars, really cool food scene here. But you don't walk into you know, a bar or restaurant and look around the, the bar and say, I know everyone here or I know someone who knows everyone here. And you have that in these small towns. And so that's why we want these small-town restaurants and these small-town watering holes to be successful because that's a community gathering place in and of itself. And there was something great about that. I mean, even just spending the summer there helping Wabash and revitalizing their their downtown and working on the filming and this whole project, by the time I left, when I walk into Harry's, I know everyone too. And it's like that's there's something so great about that. Yeah. Yeah. such a such an interesting uh, opportunity for for any restaurant, but but particularly in, in a marketplace where you can know your customers, um, and then that feeling. If if you if you if you can recognize someone by their name, I, I don't know who said it, and it's out there, and it's a popular quote. But but uh, to every to everyone, their name is the most sweetest thing that they can hear. They just want to, they want to be recognized. It's one of those it's one of those things, and it really brings a feeling to you. And so use that as a as a tool to, to deliver great service and, and great experiences. And and now 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 one of the things I, I definitely want to hit on here. Because I mean, you guys, you guys dove deep and you really dug in and you helped out uh, in many, many ways. And you already talked, you already talked about some of them. But not every restaurant can either, uh, you know, spend the money outside. You know, that this, this the Harry's got in, intensely. So what, what can they do? What kind, how can they take some of the lessons you learned in this, in this process, and in, and in their environment, do better? Takes. What are some key takeaways from, from what you saw in a, in a local restaurant that they can kind of quickly act on? Yeah, in terms of definitely from a marketing perspective, marketing is something that businesses can implement the next day. And I think the biggest thing is recognizing that sometimes you need a partner. I think small businesses feel like hiring a partner for marketing or accounting or anything else feels like a luxury. 
that if you can figure out how to do it yourself, you should figure out how to do it yourself. But again, you didn't start your restaurant because you want to build your website or manage your Twitter account. You started it because you love food or you love creating that community gathering place that we're talking about. And so I think it's recognizing that there are partners, you know, Deluxe is one of them, but there's lots of marketing partners that can help you maybe do it faster and better. And then think about the value of the time you're saving. So what else could you be doing with that time? Could you be raising funds to finish your kitchen or to add another line? Could you be, you know, refining your menu or uh, doing more recruiting for your staff? And there's lots of other ways you could be spending your time rather than trying to kind of beat your head against the uh, the stone on something that doesn't come naturally to you. So marketing is yeah. something right away. Yeah, you know what? You, I, this reminds you of something you said last time we spoke, and and you think you used the phrase something like permission to ask for help, and and it's a that's a very kind of it says a lot right there because as as a, as, a, as an owner operator, sometimes we think we can do it all, or we think we don't have the money to do it all, and 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 then but now you're reinventing the wheel. Oh, I have to learn everything about doing a website. I have to learn everything about um, you know sanitation in my restaurant. So so you you can work with partners. So when you say that permission to ask for help, how do you, how do you see um, operators kind of make that transition? I think it's just admitting it to begin with. You know, just um, maybe doing some some research on on good partners, but. Like I said, Deluxe does a lot of, of marketing for small businesses, websites, printing, um, social media. We can do anything from a marketing perspective. But like I said, there's lots of partners out there. So maybe ask other business owners who they maybe have used for their website or, um, or you know, just get, kind of take that first step of, it, of admitting. And rec- that's the biggest thing is just recognizing that you have two finite resources, your time and your dollars. And how are you, how can you make the most money with your time? And again, it's, it's not extravagant to have to pay someone to maybe do your website when your website could maybe yield a certain number of more visits per week. I mean, you're, it's kind of lost revenue when you're not maximizing that piece of it. The other thing we see business owners not recognizing, and Deluxe helps restaurants do this all the time, is get on all the directory listings. Just claiming your directory listings, and many of them are free. People search online uh, to find restaurants uh, more than more than they just, you know, wander down the street to find them. So searching for businesses online is a big deal. And uh, you have to make sure that you're findable online. And a big piece of that is making sure that you have your menu out there and that you're uh, cultivating reviews. I mean, I think it's something like 75% of people search for restaurants online to see the menu. And, you know, you have to have, um, you you have to be able to be findable online. Yeah, we talk a lot about that, in, whether it's in articles and some and some webinar sessions that we do. That piece of it has dramatically changed. Uh, people are and, and and very much in a mobile context now. They're using their phones, pulling up Yelp real quickly. What's nearby? Here's the reviews. Go to the website, and 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 they're making decisions. Bang, bang, bang. And if you're not there, you're not getting the dollars. And so your point your point is very well taken. Uh, and that you have you have to be there, and then of course you have to manage those those processes as well. Um, before I, I almost forgot to ask this, but I, I definitely want to get your take on it. So so in part of the process you work with Robert Her, um, Herjavec from Shark Tank, and I've seen that show, and, and it's great. Um, he bring, he must have brought a really neat kind of energy to that. How was that? It was great. You know, um, Shark Tank is is such a popular show in the entrepreneurial space, and you know as we were going to to go to this town. You know, Deluxe and myself, we can offer, you know, all the expertise that is needed on the marketing side, but we knew that we would find some business problems as well and, and wanted to have someone who could maybe speak to more of the operations side of things 
and just kind of help with a different perspective for the business owners. We knew that marketing would be a big part of the solutions that these businesses needed, um, and we knew that we could deliver that. But we also knew that we would find things like maybe they didn't know their numbers as well as they could, or they were thinking about their margins, maybe not in an optimal way. And we thought that someone uh, from more the business side could certainly help with that, and, and Robert certainly did uh, provide great partnership to me in, in the show. Yeah, I could get that feeling from the, the 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 video, and then you guys would sit down at a coffee shop and talk about it, and, and he would chime in with the owners. It seemed like a fun collaboration for sure. Yes. The um, uh, I touched on this, but let's hit it again. There may be other places you know, where they can get it. I, w- I want to make sure that folks know where to get it. So so go over the websites, the social media, all the all the all the ways they can get in touch with you guys, as well as watch some of these episodes. Absolutely. So it, you can find the web series at smallbusinessrevolution.org. And we do not spend a lot on advertising. We're really pouring our money into this town and the solutions and the filming and telling these stories. And so we do rely on people helping us spread the word. So we would love for people, if they like these episodes or if they're finding them to be great resources, we'd love for them to share it in social media. And, um, you know, we're on Facebook. You can search for Small Business Revolution, but otherwise it's backslash Small Biz Rev. Uh, on Twitter, it's at SMBizRevolution. And then on Instagram, it's Small Business Revolution. And people can also follow me on Twitter and, and get to all of our links that way as well. I'm at AK Brinkman. Yeah, you got you got to check this out. It is awesome stuff. I, no joke. I mean, if you're an owner or an operator, uh, please go and watch this. And 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 then and then they have other episodes coming out that are that are not uh, necessarily restaurant, but I'm sure those lessons are going to carry over for small business owners as well. And uh, and and so you got to check that out. Um, this has been uh, Jamie Oichel from RunningRestaurants.com, along with Amanda Brinkman from Deluxe Corporation. Thanks for listening, and all the best for your restaurant business.